Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. My name is Liam Flanagan, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Thursday, the 1st of April. But I'll make you a promise. There are no April Fool's jokes in this podcast, especially not the performance of Tim Zoo. Don't believe the hype. That's been the attitude of so many of Tim Zoo's opponents. He's just a kid with a famous boxing surname, they said. But last night, Zoo made Irishman Dennis Hogan a believer. And down goes Hogan. Hogan's down. You don't want no more. It's over, Ben. Heading into the fifth round of last night's Steel City Showdown in Newcastle, Hogan had been warned by his trainer that he was going to throw in the towel if Hogan kept absorbing punishment like he was from Zoo. And after he was dropped by a vicious uppercut from Zoo in the fifth round, the towel came flying in. A groggy Dennis Hogan presses forward, Here takes a towel, two, and it's over. And he is the sole taker. Zoo has done what he told us he would do. That is a world-class boxing performance by Tim Zoo, who can't have many doubters left. The win maintained Zoo's perfect professional record at 18 fights, 18 wins. And in his post-fight press conference, Zoo made it clear that he's ready to show the world that the hype is real. I want to be a global boxing star, and that's my goal, and it's always been my goal. And I think I need those big names. Um, there's a few boys that, are, that really interest me. But even in victory, and with the boxing world paying attention, Tim knows the shadow of his famous dad, Costa, still looms until he's world champion. My dad was an undisputed world champion for 10 years. What have I done? You left Dennis Hogan with a fair old headache today, I reckon, Tim. I'm in Miami, Ash Barty is through to the semi-finals of the Miami Open. Ash Barty through to the semi-finals in Miami again. The defending champion with a fine performance. Barty defeated Belarusian Arena Sabalenka in three sets to set up a semi-final clash with Alina Svitolina. But more importantly, it means that unless Barty loses her semi-final and Naomi Osaka wins the tournament, Barty will hold on to her world number one ranking. Probably queen of the world. The point is, the Barty party continues. Former West Tigers captain Moses Embai wants out. I'd like to leave. The Sydney Morning Herald's Michael Chamis broke the story that Embai, who stood down as captain before this season, approached the club yesterday and asked for their blessing to look elsewhere for opportunities in 2022. A request the club accepted. Houston, permission to launch. Embai, who's been named on the bench for the West Tigers' Easter Monday clash with the Parramatta Eels, admitted to the release request, stating... Let's be brutally honest, I don't think the club would be thrilled that their marquee player is being used off the bench for half an hour a week. Oh no you did. Oh yeah he did. Embai still has a year to run with the Tigers on a reported $800,000, a salary he knows he's not delivering on, saying, I'm not ashamed to admit that the club is not getting value for money out of me. Going on to explain that looking elsewhere could work out to be a win-win situation for both parties. Everybody wins. The Brisbane Lions will tackle Collingwood tonight at Marvel Stadium after the game was forced to be relocated from the Gabba in Brisbane due to the COVID outbreak. It's a change of fortune from 2020 when most of the other teams in the AFL were forced to live the bubble life on the road while the Lions were able to go to sleep in their own beds. A fact not lost on Brisbane coach Chris Fagan. I don't think there's too much sympathy for us because I think the view was last year that we got the easy side of things yep. and that the 
all the other clubs had to move around and, that, and that's fair and I understand that completely and you know we knew that at some point in time we'd have to take up a similar sort of challenge that will probably come our way and now it has so uh, the idea is to embrace it and we'll see how it all unfolds over the next few days but, but so far so good. Speaking to SEN's Waitley yesterday, Fagan was at ease with the difficulties his team faced off the field. But with the Lions winless heading into tonight's game, Fagan revealed in light of the heavy tag Brownlow medalist Lockie Neal received in last week's loss against the Cats that he may have put together a little video package for the AFL. My understanding of the, the rules is if, if people grab you or block you when you're a certain distance away from the ball, that that's not legal. And there was a bit of that that went on the other night. So... I've spoken to uh, people at, at the AFL just to have a little look at it. It wasn't a, it wasn't a major complaint at all. It's more on behalf of all midfielders who uh, happen to get tagged. On behalf of all midfielders, but mostly the ones named Lockie Neal. Surfing's the source. Change your life. The Ripkell Newcastle Cup gets underway today, marking the start of the men's and women's World Surf League tours. Let's go surfing, come on. Everybody's learning how. Come on, uh, the weather outside is weather. With COVID making the iconic Bells Beach event non-viable, the tour will start with a four-event stretch in Australia beginning today in Newcastle, then Narrabeen on Sydney's northern beaches, before moving to Western Australia for events in Margaret River and on Rottnest Island. But surfing is one of those sports that is subject to the whims of Mother Nature. So let's check in with Surfline forecaster Ben McCartney for what sort of conditions we can expect on day one of the Rip Curl Newcastle Cup. Moderate to fresh onshore winds will take the edge off conditions from early on. We'd expect a further improvement by Friday as lighter winds see cleaner southeast swell hanging in around waist ahead high. Sounds great, Ben. What, what does any of that mean? Beyond that, we're seeing a dynamic pattern as dual swell sources develop in tandem over the Tasman Sea. Uh, I'm sure that sounds very surfy, Ben, but what about the waves? This holds good potential for a sizable round of south groundswell. Thank you for absolutely nothing, Ben. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday the 1st of April. Now, if you're at a loose end over the Easter long weekend, never fear, because tomorrow we have a very special Good Sport Friday edition of the Scorecard, where I'll walk you through all of your sporting options for the long weekend. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.